Welcome to the Wedding Video Boss Podcast, where we talk about the business of being a wedding creative and also peek into my world as a wedding videographer. I'm your host, Paul Santiago. Please, please come in, lay your weary head on the couch, put your feet up and let me give you an extra serving of a warm bowl of additional video gear. Yes, we're talking about the hardest part of being a wedding videographer. Carrying extra shit. Well, we're also going to talk about the most commonly used ones, the ones we kept, and how I solved the problem of carrying all of it around in this segment that I should have called Carry On, Carry On. I'm going to do a really quick, nice quote, and it's from my buddy Ning Wong. And he said, buy once, cry once. That really resonated with me. And it changed the way we buy stuff and how we treated our equipment. So if you're a photographer listening to this podcast, this is exactly why videographers need a little bit more time to follow you around when you decide to be creative and do an impromptu shoot with a couple. If you're a new videographer... You better be pumping ion because getting that perfect lighting setup or the steady camera movement involves moving around at least 30 pounds of crap. So the next time you decide to do an impromptu photo shoot in the dark, you need to wait. Too aggressive? Oh, I'm really sorry. I really apologize. With that in mind, here's a list of the most common video equipment used by an average videographer. Number one. This will be your best friend, and it's called a monopod. It's perfect for maneuvering in tight spaces, and it helps you become pretty much invisible. I'm a really old-school videographer, so I really need a stabilizer that could be stable enough to act like a tripod, but at the same time, it can't be as wide as a tripod. So a monopod is the way to go. If you don't know what a monopod looks like, you could Google it. Or I could just describe it to you. It's like a tripod with with one leg. So mono, monopod. Speaking of tripods, the staple in all of wedding videography is a tripod. Getting a really good tripod will definitely help you in having smoother footage. I hope since you're listening to this show that... You're getting into video and you already know what a tripod looks like. If you don't, you need to go back to square one. Number three, lights. So we use two kinds of lights in every shoot, which I'll discuss in uh, in another episode. But you'll need these for sure. Just like when um, Lady Galadriel gives Frodo the feel of starlight. She said, A light to you in dark places when all other lights go out. Number four, light stands. This is a need. You could use this if you want to run around the reception area with your lights. Actually, we put LED lights on our cameras before, and every single one, whether it was expensive or not, always popped out to the tiniest camera movement, and I hated it. Plus, it looks terrible whenever you get into the photographer's shot and you have that thing on in there. It just screams amateur. So yeah, if you have lights, put it on a light stand. Number five, mic stand. Ah, the savior. We use mic stands for toasts. Why? So that the speaker won't move around like a freaking maniac when doing his speech. I hate it when groomsmen or bridesmaids 
grab the mic from the mic stand when they do the speech. Fortunately, having the mic stand there stops them from moving around. They could rest their hands on the mic stand, which still works. Number seven, gimbal. Gimbals, it comes in different types, and the smaller you go, the better. But it really depends on the size of your camera, so make sure you research all of the gimbals. Number eight, drone. I'm so happy that drones are smaller now. I remember years ago, drones literally looked like super villains, or at least those tiny henchmen that keep flying around and bzzz. Now, it's all about portability. Next one is slider. If your camera has no image stabilization and you insist in doing everything handheld, you at least need to have this because you'll never know when you need to do a steady shot of establishing and details. Last but not the least, sandbags. Please, 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 just so you won't drive your insurance agent mad, use sandbags because you won't believe how many people trip on light stands that are tucked away in safety. There's no video here, so I'm just going to describe to you what I'm doing. Face palm. There should be like a sound that corresponds to face palm. Like Krusty the Clown's groan. Like, Ugh. Now, I've been seeing more and more women getting into videography, and I know that this next part will help you in carrying extra gear. Not that I'm saying you can't carry it or anything, but whenever I see my guys grab a bag and go, <sighs> I know it's a pain. So these are my problem solvers. I included affiliate links to them so you could visualize what I'm talking about. Number one is camera bag with wheels. It's like a stroller and it's so convenient whenever you need to move from one place to another. Because once you pack these bags with your equipment, it gets really, really heavy. So the number two one is I have a backpack for the leads where we put all of the extra equipment there that the leads use to make sure that the, the associate bags, which are the assistant bags, to make sure it's a, a little bit more lighter. Number three is one of the most important ones, and it's a tripod bag. Just in case you do, haven't seen a tripod bag yet, whenever you see like a photographer or a videographer walking around and they're carrying this long case with a wheel on it and it looks like a coffin, that's a tripod bag. You stuff everything in there and it's amazing. The last problem solver I have is a foldable wagon. These things are starting to come up and you're, you can see them everywhere. But it's one of those things that they bring to the beach with the kids. And it's you could buy them in black or blue or something dark just so they're not like an eyesore. The rest of my equipment is in the list in the show notes. But just to give you like a run through, I use two monopods, two tripods, two sliders, one gimbal, three big light stands, two small light stands, a mic stand, three lights... Three two-way radios, one drone, two additional comer lights, four sandbags, a tripod bag, a foldable wagon, a low-pro backpack, and a low-pro X-roller. There you have it. I know this might be the most extreme case of pack riding you've ever heard, but this is the value I bring to my client. I hate it when they ask questions and the only answer we could give is, yeah, my bad. So now if you're thinking of being a wedding videographer or adding video to your service, you should know that it includes this part. Well, there are no film crews around these parts, my friend. It's just you and two more people, if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, you'll be carrying all of this by yourself. So always make sure that you pack smart. 
I hope this episode was helpful. Also, if you have any questions or suggestions, just feel free to reach out. I'm throwing all these information goldness for free, so I really appreciate it if you help me by subscribing, rating, or leaving a review. Thank you so much for those who already made the reviews. Thanks for listening. It means the world to me. Watch out for the next episode of The Wedding Video Boss. Till then, play nice if you can't win. Be nice, especially if you're good looking. Boss man out! Out.